Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of She Wakes Up. You know who it is. I'm your host, Stacey Failing, and I am so pumped, as always, to have you back here with me week after week. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you being here. My reviews, my downloads have just skyrocketed. I have been getting a lot of emails and DMs from you, just sharing your story and feeling like you can reach out and be vulnerable. And it just, this is why I'm here. This is why I keep showing up because I know what it's like to be there. And I'm still working through a whole lot of things myself and navigating all of those muddy waters, but this is why I'm here. I'm showing up to help one woman just overcome the difficult to be comfortable showing up for herself, to feel deserving of showing up for herself, right? Without all the guilt that we put ourselves through all the time. And today's episode is gonna be pretty straightforward. I've got five tips for you to help you eliminate those limiting beliefs for good. So before we dive into that though, I just wanna make sure that you know how to connect with me offside of this podcast. So first of all, we have a free Facebook group So if you just go and search in Facebook for the She Wakes Up community, you can find us and it's a private group, but anybody can join. It's just a safe space for all of us to connect outside of this podcast and share some of those things to offer advice. Maybe we've gone through something that somebody's sharing. Um, We put some fun things on there. You know, I've got memes and interactive posts and stuff too. I really try to keep it light because I know that we're super busy and we're all involved in all the things. The other thing is, is if you're feeling stuck in any capacity in your life, that I offer the unstuck sessions. So please feel free to take advantage of those because you and I just hang out for a whole hour. We just have a whole hour to ourselves where I can help you overcome and navigate some of that hard right now. So whatever it is, whatever area you're feeling stuck in, we just talk. We dig a little deeper. I really just actively listen to you and hear what you're saying. I give you a whole hour just to you. So if this is where you need to just give an hour for yourself, by all means, take advantage of that. I'm all ears and more than happy to sit here and listen and just have a conversation with you. However, I also give you some takeaways that you can start to implement right away And then I check back in in a couple weeks to follow up, see how you're doing, to see if you're ready for the next steps and all the things. So it's really a no commitment other than you just book the one session and then we go from there. So if you want more after that, great. If you get what you need in that hour, totally cool too. So if you just go to the show notes, I have a link. It's the link tree um, and you can just go and book an unstuck session right from there. The last thing that I wanted to share with you that I wanted to make you aware of is I'm looking for guests to be on the show. So if you have a story and something is just in your heart that you wanna speak on and you wanna share for all the listeners out there to relate to or to just get your story heard, I super encourage you to just go, same link in the show notes, except you will click on be a guest on the show. It's just a short questionnaire to get your information. I have my Calendly link right there on the same page. So you just pick a day and a time and you can come on the show and we just have an interview. It's super casual. I don't really have a whole lot of like prompt questions. I really just like to have a free flowing conversation. And if you're thinking about it, you're on the fence, go ahead and listen to some of the weekly wake up calls because that's exactly the kind of format that we will have when you become a guest on the show. I'm accepting anybody that has a story that can share a place where they felt stuck 
And maybe you've been able to overcome and share kind of what helped you overcome that. Or maybe you're currently stuck and you just need to hash it out. We just need to have a conversation. I'm open to that too. So really anything goes. Um, Like I said, this is an open space and you are welcomed, no judgment, but just think of a time when you could have used somebody to walk alongside of you. And so think of the other woman listening to this podcast and just think about what it is that you could offer to her and how you can help her navigate some of that hard and help her get back to finding herself. So if you have anything to share, I welcome you to do so. And the link is in the show notes. All right, that's all I got, but I just really wanted to make sure that you knew how to connect with me outside of this podcast if you wanted to, and so I have a few different options for you. I know we're all in different places in our life, so I just want to throw it out there, but we're going to get ready to dive into today's episode, and like I said, it's five steps to rid those limiting beliefs for good, so we're just going to go through one through five, get out your notebook if you want, grab your drinky drink, whatever it is that you need, we're going to dive right in. Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. All right, let's do this. So like I said, five steps to rid those limiting beliefs for good. Number one is to become aware and write out that limiting belief. The negative belief that you have, write it down. If you have more than one, write that down. And just make a list of the things that you constantly tell yourself that are negative. So this could be personality things. This could be something that you're going through with your relationship. This could be something that you tell yourself about motherhood or parenting, about your job. This could be about your body image, anything, any of those limiting beliefs. I want you to make a list. Um, And you may or may not be surprised by the list that you come up with. So that's step number one, okay? Step number two is to dig deep into the instilled belief and where it originated from. So I want you to go back through your list after you have made it and think about the things that have been said to you, what you've been told, where you heard it from, who you heard it from, um, how it made you feel. I really want you to put yourself back in that place of where you originally heard that belief. Whether you believe it or not, it's been told to you, you've heard it over and over again. Or it just was something that was said to you a couple times and it really stuck to you because it hit a nerve. So I'm going to use myself as an example for this one because it's always stuck with me. And I know it didn't come from a bad place 
or a demeaning place. It was more of like a, let's get you motivated to change, but that's not how I took it. But it's always in the back of my mind, even to this day. So when I was about 12 or 13 years old, um, I was overweight and I was starting to gain more weight and um, you know, I kind of recognized it, but I didn't really become self-conscious until I got into high school. And then I started to compare myself and, you know, all the things and pay attention to what was out there and who I was comparing myself to. But I was starting to recognize that in myself. And my dad would make comments about how I'm starting to quote unquote chunk out and that, do you really need to eat that other bowl of cereal? Um, you know, just these comments. But what really got me and what really stuck to me is I would be fully clothed and I started to get like a little pooch. And I remember my dad like poking at it or like grabbing it and like laughing and joking and was like, what is that? And if you knew my dad, you would know that he's like the most kind, empathetic, like my da- I'm a daddy's girl. But to me, that hurt. And I knew he was just poking fun because he he didn't want me to be overweight. And so that was his way of digesting what was happening and trying to encourage me to lose weight, to try to encourage me to be healthier, eat healthier, be active, all that stuff. But for me, that really stuck with me. And it still does. Like that, I don't know if you listened to the last episode with Christy Lockhart, but we talked about like the body pinching. And that's where that originated from. I still do that to this day, even though I am completely comfortable in my skin. I feel like I'm so healthy. I take care of myself. I work out. Like I'm not perfect by any means, but I am good. I feel good. I feel like I look good. Um, I continuously want to make progress and do better, but I don't feel like I did then when I was really hard on myself, I didn't have a whole lot of confidence and I was constantly like checking and like adjusting my clothes and then like super conscious and pinching all of the areas that I felt uncomfortable with then, but I still do it now. And that's because it came from way back when I was a a preteen, right? So that's the kind of things that I'm talking about. When you're writing out these limiting beliefs, where are they coming from? So when I sit there and tell myself, oh, you probably shouldn't have that cupcake because you don't want to gain weight because you don't want to get back to that place where your dad's poking at your pooch, right? That's where that comes from for me. And I know that. I recognize that. So it's something that I've had to work through, but it's still there. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. So that's step number two is to dig deep into those instilled beliefs and try to figure out where they came from. The third thing is to reframe that belief into a positive statement. So rather than saying, I shouldn't have the cupcake because I might get a pooch, you can say, I've been taking such good care of my body and having this one cupcake isn't going to make or break the progress and it's not going to put me back into that place that I was. I have self-control. I am healthy. And I am deserving. I can treat myself to a cupcake and not feel guilty for it. And that's what is the hardest part, is truly believing. Because it's really easy to believe those negative beliefs, but it's super hard to turn it around and actually believe that. To actually say to yourself that, yeah, I do. I can have that cupcake. It's fine. I deserve that cupcake. Another example might be that I'm a really terrible mom. 
And nobody wants to say that out loud. Nobody wants to admit that. But I guarantee you that any mom listening to this has at least thought that once, that I am not a good mom. And we beat ourselves up about it because we feel like we're not showing up enough or we're doing something wrong. We're making wrong choices. We've said something that we regret. Um, We're super tired, so we tell our kids that, no, not today, I don't want to play with you, or no, I don't want to read this book tonight, or, you know, like, whatever it is, we beat ourselves up about it. So rather than just beating yourself up and saying, I'm a bad mom, say, I am a hardworking mom, I just took care of the house today, or, you know what, I gave it my best today, and it was a really hard day for me, so for me to just be able to get up and do all my minimal tasks I feel good for that because I was able to do that. Or you can say, I don't have to do these things. I get to do these things. So just shifting it that way and thinking, it's not something that you have to do. Think about it as it's kind of a privilege to be able, to be able-bodied to be able to do some of those things that we often complain about or that we say that we're not good enough for. You know, all of those negative things that we put into our head, a lot of times it's Like just that quick flip of saying, oh, I have to and changing it into, I get to, because it really is a privilege. Working out, for example, seriously, oh, I have to work out today. No, you know what? You know how lucky you are to be able to move your body that way, to be able to work out? Think about that. And any time that you've ever been injured, I don't know about you, but like I've broken a toe and just something simple like that, I couldn't even put a sandal on. I couldn't drive a car. And I didn't think about that and how lucky I was to just be able to put a flip-flop on until I couldn't, right? So just think about that. When you are complaining or saying these negative things, you can say, wow, you know, what if I actually couldn't do these things? Then how much worse would it be than actually getting to do these things? So Try to shift your mindset a little bit. Reframe it. Think about it differently. Put yourself in a different perspective and think about the people that can't do the things that you have to do. Oh, it's powerful. Number four is imagine worst case scenario and how would you overcome that? So worst case scenario about your limiting beliefs, like you're never going to be able to accomplish your goals or you're never going to be able to quit your job or you're never gonna be the mom that your grandma was, or whatever it is that you are saying that is limiting or that you're comparing to, think about what is the worst case scenario? Like what if you were never that mom that was comparable to your grandma? What if you never were able to quit your job? What would happen? And think about that. What are some of the things that you could do to navigate that so that you wouldn't be stuck in that situation? Is it just a thought process? Are you telling yourself that you can't? And so that's just what you're doing day in and day out is just like accepting that I can't. So I guess I'm just going to go back to work. I'm just going to never have another plan because I know that I am destined to be stuck at this job for the rest of my life. Hmm. Think about that. What is worst case scenario and how can you overcome that? Put yourself in that position and see what comes up for you. See if any of these limiting beliefs that you're already telling yourself are there and how could you navigate them differently? Like how could you rethink about that so that that worst case scenario doesn't come? What can you do to shift that? 
And then lastly, number five is to recite affirmations. So it's really important to tell yourself the things that you are capable of or that you want to believe, but you don't currently believe. Because the more you tell yourself these things, the more you believe them. Just like some of those negative beliefs that you have about yourself, you've heard over and over and over again. Whether you've told yourself these things or whether they've been told to you or whether you've assumed people are saying these things about you, right? Because how many times have you been in a situation and you think people are saying certain things about you, but you have no proof to know whether they're saying these things or if you're just assuming that they're saying these things. And again, where does that come from? Is that your own limiting beliefs coming up when you're in those situations? Because I think it is. So when you have those negative beliefs, flip it around. Again, instead of saying, I have to, say, I get to. Instead of saying, ugh, I ate that piece of cake last night and I feel awful. Say to yourself, I'm gonna try harder today to be better than I was yesterday. Or it doesn't even have to go that far. You can say, you know what? I earned that cupcake or that piece of cake or whatever it was. I earned that because I worked my ass off and I worked out six days last week and that's more than I've ever worked out ever, right? Or you can say, yeah, I ate that piece of cake, but I also had a salad for lunch and I drank all my water today. Celebrate the wins. That's what it's about. It's not nitpicking all the things, the quote-unquote bad things that we're doing or the quote-unquote bad things that we see about ourselves or the things that we believe because we've heard them over and over. Or again, we're assuming that these are being said about us. No, it's about believing the good. It's about seeing the good. So when we see a negative belief, you have to outweigh those with positive things about yourself because there are things that you love about yourself, but you don't focus on them. It's so easy to focus on the negative, not just in your life, but everywhere. If you notice so many people focus on the negative, look at the news, for example. Is there a positive thing on the news ever? No, why? Because people thrive in the negative. For whatever reason, it's easy for us to just be in that negative space. So it becomes natural to us and we don't see it any other way. But when you start to reframe how you think and see yourself, you reframe how you think and see the world and other people. You become less judgmental. You don't focus on that comparison because you're just too focused on becoming a better you. You're focused on the good that you can do for yourself and that carries through into taking care and being good for other people. So you really do have to recite those affirmations. Tell yourself, I am capable. I am worthy. I am deserving of more time for me. I am a good mom. I am a good wife. You know, affirmations are everywhere. So if you need help trying to shift and reframe and rewrite those negative beliefs into affirmations, it's literally the opposite of your negative belief. So if you can flip that around, you have yourself an affirmation. And conveniently for you, I have created some free affirmations. I've got six weeks of free printable affirmations that you can go and check out in the show notes. There's a link. You just download them. Um, You can print them out if you want, or you can just keep them digital and look at them as reminders to you. Or if you just need ideas 
go and check those out because that's a good place to start if you're brand new to affirmations, but they really do work. It's reframing your mindset, just like all that negative stuff has been stuffed in our minds for all of our life, right? Where you're programmed, we're conditioned to all this negativity around us, what's told to us, how we see ourselves. So you have to reprogram. You have to do and be as consistent as all those negative things where you were to you all your life. So you have to show up consistently with those affirmations. Once you do that, you'll start to see and believe, and that's where you'll make that momentum happen because you have to be able to reframe and get out of that mindset of this negative constantly in order to move forward. But if you're constantly going back to those negative thoughts about yourself, it's going to be really hard to get out of that unstuck space that you're in and to feel guilt-free for taking care of yourself or to get out of that space that's making you feel so yucky, to making you feel like you're lost and you don't know who you are anymore. You have to figure that out, but in order to figure out who you are and what's best for you, you have to talk to yourself as if you are the best version of you. You have to love yourself. You have to love yourself to give yourself the permission to show up for yourself. You can't show up for yourself and do all the things and go after your goals if you don't start with believing wholeheartedly all of these positive things that you wanna tell yourself but you don't because it's hard sometimes or because this is just familiar to you to beat yourself up every single time you look in the mirror. And man, I tell you, sometimes you just gotta get away from the hard. You gotta do some hard things to get away from the hard, but that's just how it works. So it might challenge you to write out those negative beliefs. It might challenge you to even see the list of negative beliefs, to actually have it right in front of you to see all of those thoughts. Because like I said, it's easier to see ourselves that way than it is to see all the positive. And it might be difficult for you to reframe that into that affirmation, but it can be done. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And like I said, the more you start to believe those affirmations over the limiting beliefs that you have. So let's recap really quick. We got five steps. Number one is to write out the negative beliefs. Make a list. You hear the dirt bikes in the background? That's what my boys do all the time constantly. So sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Um, Number two is to dig deep into that instilled belief where it originated. Really think back on the first time that you heard it, how you heard it, who you heard it from, all that stuff. Number three is to reframe that belief into a positive statement. It's the affirmation. Flip it around. Number four is imagine the worst case scenario and how you would overcome that. So if you believe this negative belief and nothing changes, what's worst case scenario going to be? And if you want to avoid that, how are you going to do that? What are some steps that you can take to overcome that so it doesn't happen? Because if you can foresee it, you can take the steps to eliminate, right? And number five is to recite those affirmations over and over and again. So those positive statements, you know, reframing those negative beliefs, write them out as affirmations. Like I said, if you need ideas, I've got you. You can also Google, I mean, Pinterest, all the things. Affirmations are everywhere. So if you need some guidance, it's out there. See where that takes you. Practice that for a good few weeks. You know, whether you have five minutes in the morning or in the evening, whatever, just take some time to do that. Keep practicing it, be consistent with it, and see what happens. Pay attention to your emotions, pay attention to how you show up, your mood, 
Pay attention to how you start to see yourself. Maybe some of the things, the habits that you change because of what you're doing, really be in tune to what's going on when you're practicing that to see what shifts are being made because it's important because then you can kind of tweak it and see you know where you need to adjust from there but i challenge you to do that for a couple weeks and you know if you need support you need accountability feel free to reach out to me and say hey i i could really use some accountability with this i want to get started maybe you have some questions you don't know how to get started again reach out to me i'm here to help you and i'm happy to help you so that's always an option too. You can connect with me you know, through DMs, you can join the Facebook group, whatever it is that you need. You can always book the unstuck session with me. Um, I would be more than happy to walk you through all of these things. So don't feel like you're alone. Don't feel like you are stuck when you're stuck because that's why I'm here. I am here to help you get unstuck, okay? So please, 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 I, I'm so serious. Reach out to me anytime. Okay, that's what I got for you. Again, I always appreciate you being here. I cannot tell you enough. If you feel compelled to leave a review, please do so. I encourage you to do that over on Apple Podcasts. You scroll all the way down, leave a five-star comment review if you want to. It really helps this podcast grow and get out there. And it just, oh, it excites me to see all this growth. I really, really, really enjoy it. And I really hope that you are too. If you can't tell, how excited I am. (laughs) But I just wanted to throw it out there in case you couldn't tell. Okay. I will let you go. I hope you have a fabulous week. I hope everything is going well. I hope your summer is off to a great start. I know the kids are home now and that means like it could be more chaotic. It could be more relaxing. But either way, I wish you well as always and I will talk to you soon.